Are you a new or aspiring woman leader that wants to make a successful leap into leadership? Do you want to grow your confidence and your leadership abilities so that you can become the kind of leader other people want to follow? Welcome to The Leadership Leap, a show that is all about helping women to become more confident about making the leap into leadership. Now, here is your host, Leanne Pico. Hey there, welcome to The Leadership Leap. I'm Leanne Pico, your host. This is our very first show, and I wanted to share with you why we're here. Did you know that women often wait until they feel totally confident about being able to be a leader before they step up? And this can mean either they never get there because, you know, leadership's pretty messy and it's hard to feel like you absolutely know what you're doing and whether you belong there. Or their male colleagues will move on past them because they do know they belong there. That's what they see every day. Another bit of research that led me to start this show and do this work is that we talk a lot about the glass ceiling and we wonder why in 2019 more women are not getting into senior senior leadership positions. Well, it turns out there's actually a broken rung earlier in the leadership ladder that women are having trouble getting past. So here at the Leadership Leap, we are all about helping new and aspiring women leaders to get past that broken rung, to take a successful leap into leadership and go all the way up. We'll also be helping organizations to see where they can do better at helping women take on leadership positions at every level. Welcome to the show. And boy, we have such a good show for you today. I'll be talking about leadership mindset with Yvonne Ruke-Akboveta. She's a change leadership strategist and advisor. And later in the show, I'll be talking about emotional intelligence with our EQ coach, Michelle Bevan, later in the show. Big, hot topic. You need to stay with us in order to get there. Um, You're you're really going to want to hear Michelle. So, but first, I need to say... Happy birthday to my niece, Lucy. Lucy is 12 years old today. Happy birthday, Lucy. She's the baby of the family, but she's also the CEO. Lucy is one of those girls that people tend to refer to as bossy. Right, Lucy? She gets it all the time. And while that may be true sometimes, Lucy has a remarkable ability to see what needs to get done. And she has a good view on how it would be best to do it. She's been doing it her whole life, seriously, since she was tiny. And she is exactly the kind of young woman that I want to encourage to step into that leadership ability she has and take it wherever she wants to go. Happy birthday, Lucy. This one's for you. Okay, so now Yvonne. Yvonne is a change strategist and advisor, and she's also a change leadership advocate. I always love those terms because it's all about living the change. Uh, She has over Mm -hmm. 20 years of experience helping executives, professionals, and organizations to navigate and transition through change, especially in today's disruptive environment. She's also the founder of the Change Leadership, a series of events and conferences focused on preparing leaders, change professionals, and organizations to respond to that disruptive change that we're going through. Uh, She works directly with executives and professionals, and she's a published author, an inspirational speaker, and a change catalyst. Yvonne, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Leanne. So good to have you here. Now, before we start, I would (laughs) get into the dive into the topic. Tell us, what is a change leadership advocate? What do you you see as, as the thing you do in the world? Okay, before I say what that means for me or to me, I also want to join you in wishing Lucy a happy birthday. So oh, happy thank birthday, you. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what does a change leadership advocate mean? Uh, I'm going to have to take a step back in order to explain what it means. Um, so I look back in my career, I've been leading and driving change for the last 20 years. And um, when I look at, you know, having supported so many leaders, having uh, worked on various projects and change initiatives, I saw that for every project that or initiative that was successful and the ones that weren't so successful, it always came down to the ability to lead and drive change. It always came down to leadership. So that was where my passion was born out of to say, 
We need leadership in the workplace. We need change leadership in the workplace. And not just at the executive level, not just senior leaders, not just positions, not just title, but everybody. So I take that mantra on and that belief and that message that change leadership is no longer for a select few. It's for everybody within the organization at work and especially to be able to respond to change better and faster in today's um, disruptive business environment. That skill is more necessary than ever for everybody, not just a few. So true. So true. And life has changed, right? I mean, um, and, and, you know, I can't speak mm-hmm. for 100 years ago, um, but we know that even in the last 30 years with the um, shift in techno- technological advances, with the, it's mm-hmm. a, a whole different kind of work that it's mm-hmm. not just about waiting for that senior executive to tell us what to do. We all need to be able to figure out how to adapt to change. We need to have a little bit exactly. of an understanding of our right? Like we've got to know ourselves and we've got to understand that that's just, that's the new normal. Exactly. Exactly. It's no longer a waiting game. It's no longer waiting for that approval, that executive. People have to be agile and responsive and be able to, you know, meet the immediate demands of the clients and customers. You know, nobody's waiting for, uh, oh, hold on a second. Let me go get my boss. Oh, hold on a second. Let me see. Or let me get back to you. You know, the speed of wanting a response, the speed of wanting to be served mm-hmm. immediately, the speed of um, how things happen, the options available to us. You know, if I'm not getting what I want from this organization, I'm going to move to the next organization because there are more <laughs> options there. So true. <laughs> so, so true. So organizations you know, so need to be responsive, right? Not just individuals. Yeah. It's also organizations. Mm-hmm. Yes, Definitely. Okay, so with that, and you know, when we think about um, as people are moving into leadership positions at every level, and even when we talk about leadership, I just want to distinguish that it's not just titled leadership. We have, I, I mean, you know, as I mentioned, my niece is an informal leader, like we have a lot of people who lead informally. And so leadership, I always talk about leadership with a small L informal and leadership with a big L. Um, but what is required for having uh, the ability and the kind of the the um, the go-gettedness, I guess, to to kind of step in is a leadership mindset, and mm-hmm. so let's talk about that now. Now, first, I want to just let everybody know. So, I did a previous show with Voice America, and you can check out the archives on this show page, Story Powered, it was called, and I had the privilege and the joy of talking to Yvonne a few years ago, so I'm so glad you're here on my first show again, Um, and so there's a show there about mindset, and Yvonne shares her own personal remarkable story there, but we we wanted to focus on mindset again, because it's, um, I always talk about you know, and a lot of the stuff I do in in the training and coaching, we talk about skill set a lot around leadership, and that's what mm. we focused on. What does it mean to have a leadership mindset now? Mm. Okay, so that's a, a little bit tricky, but I will try to answer that because you, can, you know, when I say tricky, it can mean different things for different people. Yes, but for me, it means to think and act like a leader. It's about having the characteristics that come with being a leader, you know, characteristics such as influence, courage, being visionary, having empathy, emotional intelligence. That's why you see that some people are born leaders because some of these things come naturally to them. And for some people, it can be learned. But when you talk about leadership mindset, it's about someone thinking it's not just about that title. It's not about the position. Well, it's about me being able to move forward, do things, you know, be visionary. Like you mentioned, your niche, she most likely has the ability or the natural ability to be able to bring together, bring people together, show them the way forward, you know, work with people. And the thing about leadership mindset is that, you know, I said earlier that it's not just about title or position. You can be a leader in any place you are, in any position you are, you know, whether the small L or the big L, like you um, aptly mentioned. Um, But if you have to first even demonstrate a leadership mindset in order to be even given that title as a leader. Yes, nice. As a leader. Nice. (laughs) um, When you you look at the workplace, 
um, in the past, people were um, promoted into leadership positions just because of their ability to be able to do the work well you know, to be a great individual contributor. And then they get into that management position and they find they're not doing very well because they don't have leadership abilities. So now, in a lot of cases, when people are being given that title or position, they're looking, can this person be a leader? Can they mobilize the team? Can they take the team forward? Can they lead and drive change? What can they do? So it's no longer about ability to do the work, but it's ability to lead others and do much more and be visionary. So it's, it, it's, it, that leadership mindset is something that anybody can have, whether they're leading, le- um, leading their own family, their lives in the workplace, it's, it's just a skill that everybody needs to have. Yeah, it's so important. And I love how you framed it because um, in my, you know, I, I have an online program. I do coaching with new and aspiring women leaders. And the question that I always get asked is, how can I be chosen for a leadership position when they want you to have experience of leadership and I haven't got any mm. experience? And I think that mm-hmm. that's exactly what you've just talked about is that sometimes we, it's it's not we, we always think it might be a chicken and egg situation. And in some organizations it is, um, you know, somebody may be ticking boxes and saying you have to show this, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in order to get there. But often it is demonstrating that you are you can move forward, you can put your hand up and you can lead yeah. in that informal way. It might be your team. It might be. um it might be, you know, planning events or it might even just be influence. Exactly. I mean, that's the piece we're looking for is influence, right? Yes. And maybe I, I could tell you a story about that. Just a, a, oh, yes, a please. Story. Um, I remember being in this position and um, in that position, I was more of an individual leader. Yes, I, I managed projects. So I did demonstrate some leadership in that role. But by and large, you know, it was, I did, I went above and beyond even my role. I would um, contribute in other aspects. I would um, go the extra mile to things that were outside the scope of my role. I just naturally did it. You know, I wasn't really after a title or promotion. I just was naturally myself in wanting to go the extra mile, help that person, coach that person, you know. Uh, I had more of an entrepreneurial spirit within the job right. to do what I yes. needed to do, not realizing I was being watched, not realizing that people were taking note of that uh, that ability. So when a leadership role came up, a position um, to go into a managerial role, um, I got that role without being, I didn't apply for the role. I just got tapped on to say, we want you to do this uh, role. And I said, but we go. I don't have any experience, any, um, what you'd call senior experience. I don't know the software they're using. I don't know a lot of the things that go on in that team. I don't know the technical role to be able to do it. They said, we don't want you for your technical ability. We don't want you to be able to use all of the um, software they use or applications they use. We want you to lead. Right. Nice. And that's what we've been nice. able to see. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the the main thing um, that we're seeing a lot right now in leadership is, is, and I've worked with a number of clients and I hear this all the time, that for many years we've elevated people with that technical ability. And like you Mm. say, when they get there and it's every sector, doesn't matter what sector you look at, it's the same elevation. It's like you can do the work, you can lead other people to do the work. When in fact, actually that's where it breaks down because they don't have that kind of mindset as you just described. Um, and mm. so getting tapped on the shoulder now is often because we've we've displayed something um, and we and, you know, we call it either high potential or we call it top talent mm-hmm. or, you know, companies and organizations are kind of looking at succession. So they mm. are, um, so, yeah. you know, it's really important to show your stuff before you get there. Exactly. So and that's, what, you know, what we're talking about, the leadership mindset. So you have to demonstrate you have that leadership mindset and capability, you know. Um, so when you when you have a leadership mindset, you're able to demonstrate leadership capability. And when you're able to demonstrate leadership capability, that's when you shine and that's when people see, you know, your ability to move up and do more. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break now, but we're going to come back and continue chatting with Yvonne. Um, In the next little bit, we're going to talk about, continue to talk about mindset, but also we're going to bring in that change piece because that is a, a, a shift in such a big way now that not only having the mindset, but also a change leadership mindset. So we'll be back in just a few seconds to chat with Yvonne about that. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi there, this is Liam Picot, the host of The Leadership Leap. Thank you for listening to the show. Before I stepped into my first leadership role, I wasn't sure about becoming a leader. I was worried I didn't have the skills or confidence to do it well. When I did move up, I always say that I attended the What Not To Do School of Leadership as I knew all the things I didn't want to do, but I was less clear about the kind of leader I wanted to be. So I had to learn that the hard way. That's why I created my online leadership program, also called The Leadership Leap. I help new and aspiring women leaders to grow your confidence and your leadership abilities so you can avoid some of the mistakes I made and make a more successful leap into leadership. Through over 20 video lessons, monthly group coaching, and homework exercises that help you put the learning into action right away, you'll discover who you are as a leader and learn how to inspire others. You will also be part of a growing community of other fabulous new and aspiring leaders just like you. Find out more and sign up to learn with me at theleadershipleap.net and use coupon code radio for an extra $100 off just for listening. Make the leap into becoming the kind of leader you most want to be. Hi there, this is Liam Picot, the host of The Leadership Leap. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Before I stepped into my first leadership role, I wasn't sure about becoming a leader. I was worried I didn't have the skills or confidence to do it well. When I did move up, I always say that I attended the what not to do school of leadership as I knew all the things I didn't want to do, but I was less clear about the kind of leader I wanted to be. So I had to learn the hard way. That's why I created my online leadership program, also called The Leadership Leap. I help new and aspiring women leaders to grow your confidence and your leadership abilities so you can avoid some of the mistakes I made and make a more successful leap into leadership. Through over 20 video lessons, monthly group coaching, and homework exercises that help you put the learning into action right away, you'll discover who you are as a leader and learn how to inspire others. You will also be part of a growing community of other fabulous new and aspiring leaders just like you. Find out more and sign up to learn with me at theleadershipleap.net and use coupon code radio for an extra $100 off just for listening. Make the leap into becoming the kind of leader you most want to be. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to The Leadership Leap with Leanne Pico. You can find out more about Leanne and the program at theleadershipleap.net. Don't forget that you can also send in your questions about all things leadership to Leanne at her email address, info at theleadershipleap.net, and we'll try to answer them on the show. Now, back to The Leadership Leap. Hey, welcome back. It's Liam Pico, your host, and I am having a wonderful chat with Yvonne Ruke Akpoveta, a change leadership strategist and advisor. And we've been talking about leadership mindset and, and thinking about um, what it takes to demonstrate that you are a leader. And often it is about mindset now. It's about influence. It's about how you approach your work and how you approach others. But I want to kind of dig into, because we have an expert here on change leadership and the world has changed so substantially as we've talked about, and it is continuing to change. Um, And Mm -hmm. Yvonne, you write about this and 
um, we talk about we're in the fourth industrial revolution. And so it's a completely different landscape, right? So what is it, what do you think in, so to have a leadership mindset is one thing, but what do you think in terms of change leadership? What does it mean to kind of have a mindset or a, or an ability to embrace change and be able to lead it? Okay, um, so one clear thing is that change is happening at the pace these days that is faster than we can even think of, um, or if that we even realize, and you referenced the fourth industrial revolution, which we're on the threshold of things like AI, robotics, you know, blockchain, internet of things, all of that. And uh, with that, now requires a certain type of leadership, not just leadership, but change leadership as well. And when we talk about change leadership, and if we looked at the um, formal definition out there, you know, it's things about the ability to influence and motivate others with a clear vision. And in, a, in some sense, similar to what a leader has to do, but now it's becoming more and more important when we talk about clear vision to motivate others towards a clear mm. vision because now we're constantly having to lead change and we have to paint that picture and destination of where we're taking people to. So change leadership is about being more strategic. It's about being more forward-looking. It's about people leadership. It's about influence. It's about culture. It's touching on so much more and, you know, brings a personal um, skill side of leading change. Um, when we talk about change leadership, we're talking about, you know, uh, leaders' uh, ability to anticipate, to lead and manage change more effectively. We're talking about then um, seeing the bigger picture and being able to bring other people along with them. It's their ability to uh, mobilize others through the change process and keep them on board. And it's the courage to stay the course and mm, to even nice. um, get people on board. You know, it's the ability to get buy-in from others and to inspire others and motivate them through the journey. And it's yeah. a lot of, you know, like any leadership role, it's, you know, the ability to live it, to model it, you know, model desired um, behavior and outcomes. But I'd say one of the biggest things is the courage. Courage is really mm-hmm. big because now, you know, it's about making decisions very quickly. It's about being more agile about how we do things. You know, t- making that, um, even as an individual contributor on the project or in a change in the shape about the workplace, it can also, anybody can be a change leader by just having courage to be able to step up and say, this isn't working and there's a better way we can do it. That person is a change Love leader. It. You know, Love it. Just by having that courage. That's why... Yeah. Again, I say change leadership is no longer for a select few, but it's for everybody because everybody can lead and drive change in their own space. Anybody as a change leader that can have the ability to inspire others towards a different um, destination, towards seeing the big picture, being able to, you know, even influence their leaders, you know, and their bosses to be able to say, there's a better way we can do this. This is how we need to be doing this. This is the direction in which we need to be going. Or even influence their um, their pairs to come along with them. Yeah, nice. Go on and on about change leadership. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, me too. Me too. Um, if only we had a four-hour show. <laughs> um, but, and it's so good. I love what you've just said. And the courage thing is so, so crucial. Um, mm. And that's what we see in terms of, um, you know, one of the things we could just frame it. And we've got a, a couple more minutes to chat. But I wanted to really frame it around women. Because mm-hmm. we already know that a lot of times women are kind of waiting until they feel really confident and really confident competent Mm -hmm. before they step into leadership Um, so it might take them a little longer to get there or they may be bypassed because they they're you know Mm -hmm. we tend to I've done it myself where I say oh no it was my team it was the other people that did that or like we're not very good necessarily about promoting ourselves or advocating for ourselves Mm -hmm. often Mm -hmm. and so how does a woman who wants to become a leader but feels a little insecure still and not sure demonstrate that courage Mm, it starts with self-awareness. Okay. So I say self-awareness because you have to understand who you, who you are and what you bring to the table. Yeah. So 
when I think of self-awareness, I usually think about doing a SWOT analysis on myself. So she can start with doing a SWOT analysis on herself, identifying what her strengths are, what she brings to the table and what she can do. And understanding her weaknesses. Why it's important to understand your weaknesses, it gives you the opportunity to work on it. So if you see that one of your weaknesses is that I don't have the confidence, I'm not speaking up at meetings and other people are sharing my ideas or people don't, that don't even have ideas as strong as mine are stepping up and they're not even, they're not even saying, you know, yeah, I have more yeah. ideas. You know, I, I don't want to use the word better, but, you know, you sometimes you see back and have you ever been in a meeting and you say, I could have said that or no, mm-hmm. actually what he's saying isn't right or what she's yeah. saying isn't right. So I don't want to attribute it to just the he or she thing. But it's about understanding what you can bring to the table and understanding also what is stopping you from moving forward. And then Love when that. you understand your strength and your strength, you, you, you have more confidence to move forward. And when you understand your weaknesses, you understand what you need to work on in order to show up. Yeah. And once you understand yourself, you can also show up authentically in terms of who you are, understanding that in your authenticity, you have something to offer the world that somebody else doesn't have, you know. And that's why we need to show up as a true self sometimes. And when I, authenticity is a tricky thing. We're not just saying, just show up as you are good or bad, (laughs) you know. Yeah, yeah. Show up up yourself in the most positive way possible, but in the most genuine way possible as well. And I would say, study other leaders as well. Who are the yes. other female leaders out there? Who are the other male leaders out there? Who are the other leaders out there full stop, male or female? Awesome. And then, I so we talked about strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses, but I think you've, you've nailed it in terms of that personal SWAT, which is also what are the opportunities that could have, but also identifying mm-hmm. the threats. What are the risks mm-hmm. and understanding the yeah. risks and a and dealing with them and overcoming them rather than being silenced by them. I think that's super important. Yeah, love that, love that. Thanks, Yvonne. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to, um, so Yvonne has talked about developing a leadership mindset, how you need to show up, you need to be seen. And so actually stepping forward and being and showing yourself as a leader helps the people Mm -hmm. above you see you as a leader. And then the personal SWAT, I always, I think that's an awesome suggestion for everybody. Um, so really we we need to not just have that leadership mindset, but also embrace change. So thank you, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. That was so, those are such good, um, pieces of advice for people. Now tell You're us how welcome. can, how can people get in touch with you to, you know, in terms of your, now just to let you know, Yvonne has written several books. They're on her website and also can be contacted for speaking and executive coaching. So where would people connect with you to do that? Oh, just um, send me an email, um, Yvonne at thechangeleadership.com. Um, I can be reached there. And um, if there's a question, um, I'm always happy to answer any questions, share information. Um, just feel free to reach out, Yvonne at thechangeleadership.com. And your books are on Amazon, right? Can you tell us the names of yes, your books? They- um, so there's, you have um, Change Your Mindset and Change Your Life, and you also have um, the Change You Want um, for your career and for your business. So just typing my name into Amazon will pull up the books. And um, also working on the next book, which is going <gasps> oh. to be Change Leadership Made Easy, so sharing tips oh, on my change goodness. leadership. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I cannot <laughs> wait for that one. I can't wait for that one. We to, we totally need people to break it down for us. So so just yeah, um so I'm as you, Yeah, thank you. So check out Yvonne. Um you can email Yvonne, but uh, also her information is on the show site, this show site, so you can actually connect with her. And as she said, just type in her name in Amazon and her books will come up. Yvonne, thanks so much for sharing your wisdom and all of your the great stuff you're doing today. Thank you so much for having me. I've had fun. Yeah, me too. Talk soon. Okay, thanks so much to Yvonne for that. With lots of great stuff for people to take away and lots of great stuff, I think, for organizations to consider because it's it's not just on the individual to make change. It's actually organizations. We have to accommodate the new world. We have to accommodate the new way. And so to do that, we often have to get a, a leadership mindset ourselves at an organizational level. Who are we? Why are we? 
And what does a leader look like here? So that's the key piece for organizations when they start thinking, you know, about change is that it's not all down to the individuals. You actually have to do it organizationally. And it helps because then it gives you a lens of how to judge others or how to see others as potential leaders. And I think you'll find when you do it that you'll you'll probably tend towards being more inclusive of the people who have not historically been leaders when you use a, a, a new model. Of, of thinking about leadership. So thank you to Yvonne. And now we're going to move on to talking about, and Yvonne had a, a really nice segue over there talking about self-awareness. So we're going to be talking to Michelle Bevan, who is our EQ coach. So emotional quotient, it's called. We're going to dig into what that means. Um, and Michelle is an International Coaches Federation certified coach. She ha- also has, which I love, because these two things for me really help the people she is serving because she has a broad view of human resources. So she's got a good, uh, solid understanding of, of HR and organizations. She's an executive coach that focuses on emotional intelligence, and she uses formal assessments to identify gaps as the foundation for one-to-one coaching. She also helps new leaders and experienced executives to better understand themselves, manage their emotions, motivate and inspire their teams, and fully step into the strong and respected leaders they want to be. Uh, Michelle has an active coaching practice and um, is, you know, is doing such great work. So I'm really pleased. She is our our EQ coach and will be over the next at least three months, we'll be providing this segment, which is what's your EQ? Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Leanne. I loved what Yvonne and you were talking about. Um, Really a great segue into my piece here around uh, emotional intelligence and, uh, and leadership and awesome. the importance of EI, yeah. Well, and so big now, right? This self-awareness is huge. So um, yes. we're, we're going to take a break in a, in a few minutes. But what I thought before the break, what I'd love to do is ask you, what is emotional intelligence? Because I think it's thrown around a lot and people are, uh, you know, we do a lot of training about it. But tell us, like, you know, what is it and why is it important? Okay. Well, first of all, let me just make um, a distinction here. There, sometimes we use EQ, the term EQ, which is emotional quotient, and other times EI, emotional intelligence. And they can be used interchangeably, but let me just, you know, provide a, a sort of a background here. Um, simply, EQ is the measure of EI. So emotional intelligence is how you combine your thinking with your feeling to be able to build authentic relationships and make good decisions. And EQ is, strictly speaking, that measure of your emotional intelligence. Right. So that's so kind of like IQ, there. right? That's why we got the EQ. Yeah. We got it from the IQ. It's, it's your kind of, the IQ is your measure of, um, and it's, I can't even think, I guess, cognitive intelligence. Yeah. Um, whereas EQ is. is the measure of emotional intelligence. Oh, that's cool. That's good. That's good for people to, to know because I, I know I do and I, a lot of people just use it interchangeably when in actual fact the EQ is a tool for actually helping us understand ourselves. It's the measurement, yeah. yeah. And like you say, not to be confused with IQ, which really determines your, your competencies and individual capabilities. Um, EQ determines how you interact and treat people in your life. So it shows you how you're going to cope with pressures and and face crises and that kind of thing in your life. Um, So when you talk about EI, which is emotional intelligence, that's a set of emotional and social skills which establish how well we perceive and express ourselves, develop and maintain social relationships, and cope with challenges. It also helps us to use the information or the data that we receive from our emotions in an effective and meaningful way. Nice. So that's what we do. Um, EQ is what we know. Okay, that's awesome. So emotional, yeah. and I, I often refer to the emotional intelligence. It's, it, that's the superpower, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you an indication, like uh, just a little example here. Someone who has um, a strength in EI would maintain 
you know, an emotional balance. So even in difficult moments, they might be able to understand unspoken emotions from other people. They would understand dynamics among individuals or groups where emotions are present. So they have that keen understanding of that. And they're able to cultivate, you know, those positive uh, personal and professional relationships. Nice, nice. Okay, so we're going to take a little break now. um, Mm -hmm. But when we come back, let's do a deeper dive into that and and continue to talk about what emotional intelligence is. But also we're going to talk about why it's a crucial skill now in, in leadership and in organizations generally. And also, and I can't wait to hear this one, which is uh, Michelle's going to tell us the advantage women have related to EQ and leadership. So we'll be back in just a couple of seconds with Michelle and talking about emotional intelligence. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi there, this is Liam Picot, the host of The Leadership Leap. Thank you for listening to the show. Before I stepped into my first leadership role, I wasn't sure about becoming a leader. I was worried I didn't have the skills or confidence to do it well. When I did move up, I always say that I attended the What Not To Do School of Leadership as I knew all the things I didn't want to do, but I was less clear about the kind of leader I wanted to be. So I had to learn that the hard way. That's why I created my online leadership program, also called The Leadership Leap. I help new and aspiring women leaders to grow your confidence and your leadership abilities so you can avoid some of the mistakes I made and make a more successful leap into leadership. Through over 20 video lessons, monthly group coaching, and homework exercises that help you put the learning into action right away, you will discover who you are as a leader and learn how to inspire others. You will also be part of a growing community of other fabulous new and aspiring leaders just like you. Find out more and sign up to learn with me at theleadershipleap.net and use coupon code radio for an extra $100 off just for listening. Make the leap into becoming the kind of leader you most want to be. Hi there, this is Liam Picot, the host of The Leadership Leap. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Before I stepped into my first leadership role, I wasn't sure about becoming a leader. I was worried I didn't have the skills or confidence to do it well. When I did move up, I always say that I attended the what not to do school of leadership as I knew all the things I didn't want to do, but I was less clear about the kind of leader I wanted to be. So I had to learn the hard way. That's why I created my online leadership program, also called The Leadership Leap. I help new and aspiring women leaders to grow your confidence and your leadership abilities so you can avoid some of the mistakes I made and make a more successful leap into leadership. Through over 20 video lessons, monthly group coaching, and homework exercises that help you put the learning into action right away, you'll discover who you are as a leader and learn how to inspire others. You will also be part of a growing community of other fabulous new and aspiring leaders just like you. Find out more and sign up to learn with me at theleadershipleap.net and use coupon code radio for an extra $100 off just for listening. Make the leap into becoming the kind of leader you most want to be. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to The Leadership Leap with Leanne Pico. You can find out more about Leanne and the program at theleadershipleap.net. Don't forget that you can also send in your questions about all things leadership to Leanne at her email address, info at theleadershipleap.net, and we'll try to answer them on the show. Now, back to The Leadership Leap. 
Hey, welcome back. This is Leanne, your host. I am chatting with Michelle Bevan, and Michelle is our EQ coach for this show, and she provides executive coaching for, um, well, not just executive, uh, she provides coaching for leaders at all levels around emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Before the show, we or before the break, we were talking about what emotional intelligence is and talking about uh, EQ, your emotional quotient, being the measure of that. Um but what we want to focus on now, so hopefully we've, I, I feel pretty clear about what it is, um, but what's not so clear to me, Michelle, is why is this such a hot topic now? Why is it so important within organizations? I mean, we get asked, I, you know, I, I work for a number of um, places and I teach, and emotional intelligence always comes up as one of the most important things that people want their people trained in, coached in, supported on. Why mm-hmm. is it so important right now? I think because there's such a shift happening um, in leadership, moving from directive leadership to mm-hmm. collaborative leadership. Right. And, and in doing that, you know, leaders really have to be able to use influence. And Yvonne talked about that as well. So being able to be self-aware enough uh, to manage themselves in order to lead others. And managing themselves, as far as the I is concerned, is managing their emotions so that they are understanding, you know, how to better communicate with their people, how to better um, lead their people, how to create team effectiveness and um, really have that balance in their work and life. Nice, nice. And it's not just kind of people like you and I who are kind of doing the work. There's been research done, hasn't there? Absolutely. Lots and lots of research around um, the benefits of EI and and a high level of EI in leadership. And there's also, you know, research around how um, it's not just a nice to have anymore for high performance. It's really a distinguishing factor. Um, Improved EI EI competencies really um, help to create that high performance leader that high performance team by association and what it does is it the, the sort of offshoots are um, team members trust each other more because they understand each other more um, they have an ability to embrace conflict differently uh, they make decisions differently they problem solve differently um, and they are accountable to one another and so therefore the results are you know, the results are that um, they're working better together Right, which then impacts performance. Absolutely, 100%. So, yeah, Yeah, and let's go down the other track because, um, you know, that, so, f- and I don't know about you, but I was always interested in leadership. And so when I would watch movies or uh, for many years, that kind of stereotype of the leader, um, mm-hmm. you have your hero leader that everybody loves because they've overcome something or whatever. Um, but then there's the other leader, the the kind of the person in the bad mood that comes in and everybody's just, you know, living off whatever mood that person has brought to the office and, you know, scattering and, you know, keeping their head down all day. And, and so in a way are <laughs> we, we, and you know, that's not just in history. I, I've known some of these folks personally <laughs> recently, um, but it's, it's that piece around um, thinking about that shift that we accept whatever the leader brings to having an expectation that what they bring will help improve productivity relationships, garner influence, so that they're not relying on their title and their authority Mm -hmm. to fire people uh, because they're in a bad mood today. I mean, tell us about that shift. That like that's that's a big shift in terms of how we view leaders in the in organizations. Absolutely. And and you know, I think we're viewing leaders more like human beings. Um, as you say, not just the title, but, you know, someone that I can go to if I need help, someone that I can go to if I, you know, want direction. And um, leaders who are better able to recognize their own emotions and therefore manage themselves so they're not, you know, reacting and acting in that way that you've just described, which may have been you know, what we've known traditionally as sort of my way or the highway, but being more inclusive, um, 
recognizing those their emotions and those of others, how other people are feeling um, based on their reactions, then they're better able to maintain those relationships and motivate their teams and be able to be there for individuals. There's, there's the barrier is broken down. So, so employees are feeling more open to go to share their ideas or, or ask for help of a leader like that. Right. Which, um, and again, we've talked about productivity, but when we start talking about things like innovation and things like, um, you know, collaboration and things like that, it's, I mean, not just who we are, but how we be, within a space oh. actually completely impacts that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because you are who you are. And this is the beauty about EI. You know, you don't flick a switch as you walk into the office and be someone else. You, your emotions are your emotions. And when we do our assessment of uh, EI for individuals, for our clients, we really look at that. We look at them in a holistic way so that the EI gaps that we see and we identify for clients and they want to improve on will help in both areas of their life in work and at home. So if there's a, you know, we see a deficit in in one area that's really causing them to have difficulty achieving their goals or, you know, there's someone who maybe loses their temper or lashes out at others, especially under stress, working with that through the one-on-one coaching that we do really helps with both areas of their life. So their employees are seeing them differently. Their family is seeing them differently. They're feeling better about how they show up. Yeah, nice. And, you know, that is that is the piece around, um, you know, we, uh, when we talk about people coming in in their bad moods, often like, it's not that they're bad people. Uh, no. And I know myself, I've been a senior leader myself. And, and truthfully, I've, I've never, it's not... Uh, I was always aware and it never leaked out with um, my staff because I, I was I hyper aware of my power and things like that. But with people in authority with me is another matter. Sometimes my frustration would leak out and it would get me in trouble. And so, you know, it wasn't until I got a coach and started having that space to kind of say, okay, this is who I am. These are my, these are my hot points. These are the things that, that bug me. Um, and mm-hmm. this is when I'm not at my best. Like that's when I, it, it was really helpful for me to be able to identify. And I, I imagine you do that with your clients too, right? It's not just about uh, who you are, but also strategies for Absolutely. Um, dealing with the stuff that's coming in. Cause it's not like, it's Absolutely. not like we leave it at the door. It comes with us no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Um, as I say, you're, you're you wherever you are. And so, yes, strategies are key. Um, the understanding piece is fundamental. That's sort of the, the, the bottom line, understanding yourself. Where does this come from? Um, is this a historical mm. thing for me? Did I grow up um, in an environment where, you know, this, this has led me to, to act and react this way? Um, so the identification of that who I am, where it comes from, and then how can I change this? How can I move the needle to, you know, be more of of who I want to be with the people that I am with? Absolutely. And that's the thing I love about the fact that we are talking about emotional intelligence and it's front facing and it's a seen as a core competency because it's exactly that it's it's not it's moves beyond self-awareness it's actually about application um so let me ask you so this is the piece where um you know women face a lot of disadvantages in terms of systemic bias in terms of um you know how we identify you know our historical stories about what a leader looks like and so you know how do they get tapped for potentially being a leader they might not so how why do women have a, an advantage do you think in this area i think they have a little bit of a we have a little bit of a secret weapon here with uh, ei in the sense that you know we've we've just talked about the fact that leaders who are better at recognizing their own emotions tend to create better relationships and are more motivating with their teams. And while a woman is not naturally gifted with advanced EI, our culture and our society has tend to um, have women value many of the key components of EI. So self-regulation, social skills, and empathy, which is something that Yvonne mentioned as well. 
is, um, you know, these are, these are experiences and, and feelings and emotions that we are familiar with, and it prepares us as women leaders to, to, to do the most important job, and that's managing people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's I, I agree with you, and and you know, we always want to be careful about generalizing. As you said, it's not about necessarily natural ability, but there is some there are some uh, aspects of gender strengths, uh, and and also the positions that we've been in have tended to be kind of creating community, caring for others. Um, so we we do have some strengths there. Um, so we're almost at the end of the show, and I wanted to just thank you in terms of. Pro- providing that kind of uh, broad strokes for our next show. So Michelle will be here next month. And what will we, what will we be talking about, Michelle? You know, um, we're going to be talking about triggers. So things that, that kind of set off actions and reactions in us, um, in our emotional intelligence competencies. So what are those triggers and how do we deal with them? And um, we can, we can practice de-triggering <laughs> if that's a word, oh, that would practice be awesome. that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, that's great. And I wish I'd had that conversation 20 years ago. But anyway, <laughs> we will be having it next month. So that's good. Um, so thank you so much, Michelle. We'll be talking about triggers next time. And make sure if you do have any questions about emotional intelligence or triggers, you want to answer it in advance, email the show or me at info at theleadershipleap.net. And we'll be- make sure we put those questions in front of Michelle. Michelle, how can people get in touch with you if they want to uh, pursue potential coaching? Absolutely. Uh, through my website, um, it's www.alchemy-coaching.com. You can set up an assessment. It's an online assessment, and we uh, provide a debrief to that, and then we can coach one-on-one regarding strategies and actions. Awesome. And highly recommend. I mean, this is a key area, not only for executives, but for potential leaders and leaders at all levels. And it, as we said, it's it's one of the top competencies. So make sure you're um, getting the support you need to, to be good at it. So thank you so much, Michelle. I look forward to talking to you next month. Thank you, Leanne. Thanks. Okay, so next week is American Thanksgiving, so there won't be a live show. Um, We'll probably repeat this one so that more people, as it's a new show, more people can kind of have a listen. But join us the week after when we talk about thought leadership and inclusion. We go there in the inclusion zone. And if you want to stay connected with me in the meantime, you can sign up for a weekly leadership inspiration and have your coffee or tea with me every Sunday morning. You can sign up at theleadershipleap.net. So thank you to Yvonne and to Michelle. What great conversation. Great start to the show. And I cannot wait for the next one. See you then. Thank you for joining us this week for the Leadership Leap. Liam Pico invites you to tune in for another engaging program next Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll help you make a successful leap into leadership. 